we all stand and for Jesus, right? So let let glorify Him, okay? Give Him the biggest shout or clap that you want. Yay! Come on, we can do better. Hallelujah! 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 You may be seated. You know, it's wonderful to be shouting and be free. I come from a nation that uh, gathering is, uh, it means uh, never going home. We'll be in prisons, especially just people. Six months ago, the, um, the COVID pandemic hit in Vietnam, and uh, they isolate everyone. They don't even allow to come out the house, even to the front door. And the government, it's a communist government, so they went around and distribute food. So every time when they pass in through a pastor home or one of the leader, they skip the house. They said that you have been teaching your people that God is provisions, provisions, God your provider, and let it be. At first, we don't know how to react with that because the news had been skipped close. When we found out about that, we set up a hotline for the whole nations. We have hundreds of phone, phone numbers we put on Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, everything. But better late than nothing. See, we here free. And some of you are going to face things. God called you for missions. If you don't mind, I, I ask, how many people here feel that God called you for the mission field? Thank you for your hand. Okay. I've been a missionary for over 46 years. And I start out at DTS, <laughs> Barnabas House here. I'm not so sure they still have that house here. Why we have a Barnabas House here? Oh no, gone, right? That must be uh, by the time of uh, T.C. Cunningham and Lauren Cunningham. So by the time that they first built why we here. So that must be a long time ago. It skipped my mind. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I am a part of the, maybe Waiwema to build the first DTS for the Vietnamese, Chinese in Hong Kong, uh, because we all look alike, so. <laughs> uh, but somehow that God it can use it, you know. YWAM is, is still in, uh, in Vietnam now. You know, most of the leaders there I know well. Uh, I was missionary for the uh, Assembly of God for uh, 
38 years or something like that. And the thing that I know, one thing that, you know, is what should I share this morning? The heart, the Father heart of God is for all of us today. He preparing for his sons, the beautiful bride. You know, he makes sure that you are wealth and healthy and miracle worker and uh, sufficiencies live. You are the rich kid. We have the rich, richest father in the whole wide world. You have to, you have to cleanse it. Don't just, you know, just go, oh man, I'm too poor. You know, it's, no, no, it's, if you don't take it, then it will be taken away from you. And if you don't use your gift, then it will take it away from you. You are a walking miracle. Whatever you touch, it will be blessed. Whoever be sick by your speaking, by the bonus of your belief. See, God, it calls each one of us in different way. And Jesus came to this earth just for one thing. For the whole world to get saved first. But at the same time, he healed, he cast out demons. You know, you might not see much demon process around here. But it, it is our daily life in, in, the, in, in the country of Vietnam. You know, I thank God right now. You know, it should take me uh, maybe 30 years to start the Assembly of God of Vietnam with my dad. And we end up like five years, no, not five years, about eight, eight years ago. Uh, we give it back to the local that, you know, more than 350 churches. And, uh, you know, it's to start out with a new uh, you know, Dr. Morocco. And, you know, we... Uh, uh, we happen to, uh, to start it. Now we just passed 100 churches. You, you see, the thing is, it doesn't matter what organized you are with. I believe that when God called you to be, then you have to walk with power, with supernatural, with the thing that God ever put it for his, his pride. How many people believe that, you know, in your lifetime will see that Jesus will come back. I believe that. I believe that, you know, when you, you know, most people, oh, just wait until you old and you say, talking about it, you know, so, you know. But see, I believe that he preparing every one of us for his promise. I believe that as he walking on earth, he's going to be walking on earth again. Supernaturally. He's going to equip you. It's a wonderful time to study in any Bible school. You know, I, uh, God has given me a chance to uh, open a university, you know, it's, uh, in Vietnam. And so, you know, it's, uh, it, 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 God, it opened up new door. You know, I'm standing here, it, I'm working, I, I, I'm working and st 
for many years with the underground church in Vietnam. And we still underground. The whole nation is closed down. But none of our churches up in the mountains is closed. We built, uh, you know, it's funny because just uh, about four months ago, we built a building, you know, up in the mountains and, uh, and the government come over and said that, you know, no one can gather, you cannot build. So they kick everybody home. And the pastor looked at the uh, city council people and said that, you know, hey, all my equipment in here, it's going to be ruined if no one's working on it. Uh, can you send some troops over to help us to build the, the, the building? And they look at us and they said, okay. So they sent over about 30 soldiers, build a church. <laughs> see that's see that how God works. See, God will open the way that no one can open. You know, it's, um, I, work, I like to work with young people because they more energy than I, I do. They always take the plan. <laughs> You know, as, uh, as um, uh, one of the village called Sangla, you know, up in the mountains, and um, they invite me to go to pray for one of the, par- not party, but, you know, the, one of the funeral. They asked me, you know, it's, uh, they very much seem like, you know, young white women. They not, but, you know, they, they radical, crazy. And sometimes it's, you know, ew. And so they asked me, and they said, Pastor, can you come to one of my friends that just passed away? And uh, uh, can you come and pray for him? I said, uh, are they a Christian? You know, most pastors ask that. No, they're not. Are you invited by the family? Oh, he is, though, but not his family. Um, are you invited to come? They said, no. Well, you know, why should we go? I said, oh, well, he just accepted Jesus, you know, a couple of days ago, and then he passed away. If there's an accident that, uh, that it happened. And I said that, uh, uh, because, in the, you know, in the, in the village situation like this, when they have a funeral, they always have about like five to ten monks there. They have witch doctor. I mean, you know, the the one who, um, they call it uh, medicine man or something like that. And, you know, you don't, if you're not invited, they will, and especially they are against Christians. Uh, you're not welcome to tell you the place. So I know as a pastor, as an experienced missionary, okay, I don't take the invitations. You know, I don't go there if I have no invitation at all. So... I will bow to what I believe, all right? But one of the young, younger said, that, Pastor, can you make an acceptable case? My friend, I know, I like him, you know, it's, uh, he just passed away, can you just, you know, it's, uh, just go with me. You know, it's, I have to take off my, my pastor vet. So I said, okay, I will go with you. I will quiet and I will do nothing. I will just stand outside and just read, you know. So I come and uh, the younger gets so excited with the youth group. 
You know, they said, yeah. And they, they whisper, pray for the dead, pray for the dead, pray for the dead. They all so excited. I said, oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. He been there, you know, he in the casket for a day already. And in Vietnam, um, it's different from here, okay? Here, instantly, or a day after that, they take out all your inside and make you look real <laughs> handsome or beautiful lay there, <laughs> right? Makeup, <laughs> nice, you know, bed on or whatever, dress on. There, they just leave you alone. <laughs> the mouth go like that. All face is there. It just all look look natural, dead. All right. <laughs> and uh, you know, but the youth group, they said, "A pastor, we just been in the training, and you just teach us about how to pray for the dead, how to how Jesus raised Lazarus up." And this is a good one, the pastor. <laughs> This is a good one. And I said, oh, God, oh boy. Oh, boy, how can we do something like this? See, we serve in an exciting God. The God that never limits in his abilities. And I believe that, you know, by a little girl faith, I have no choice to believe with her. See, there are many places that God puts you in a place that you have no choice. You have only one choice that to say, 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 Lord, I trust you. And I walk with you even through the dead valley. I am fear not. You have no choice. And I, I still remember the time that when I escaped Vietnam, you know, 17 years old. I'm facing death. And God had saved me out of the country of Vietnam in 1975, a day before, after the country fall into the hand of the communists. I saw that day. I saw the day, a couple of days before that, the last helicopter left Vietnam. But God is the God of provisions. When you're in the dead end, miracle on the way. And I believe that God, it put me here to confirm with you. God, it calling you, you are in the right directions. And if you're hidden in the dead end, it means miracle on the way. Miracle, it touching each one of you in the way. And you might think that, hey, I'm too young. It might be not happen. I saw the angel of God when I was 17 years old, twice. And I know in, in, in my heart, he will help me to speak a new language that I never be able to do. After three days in China, I speak in Cantonese. I never known before. Well, we all look alike, so who cares? <laughs> yeah. 
But God, it moved in a way that we never know. You know, to get back to the story that, you know, we, I started with sincere heart because the belief of the, the youth group, I lay hand on, on the dead body, I pray. It's cold. <laughs> it don't say anything. <laughs> it's quiet. <laughs> the monk were looking at me like, or the youth group, you say that, you know, you are crazy. The family just, you know, quiet. Because they saw the, you know, like nine of us lay hand on a dead body and pray. And sincerely, by that time, I was, I was, you know what, my prayer? I said, that, Lord, forgive me. I have no faith. <laughs> I keep praying. I said, that, Lord, forgive me. I have no faith. But when I peep out, you know, my eye a little bit. I saw all the youth faith, they believe. As a leader, I feel embarrassed. But I don't let anyone know. You know, sometimes, I don't know about all the pastors, but I do cover. I try, you know, my best. But faith, it starts to come in. And I, when I look at all the youth, you know, they, they pray so sincere. They say, oh, God, they shouting. They were... They were shouting. They were shouting. Pray and pray and pray. About half an hour later, nothing happened. So we close up. We walk away. What happened if God don't answer to you? You feel? I feel... By that time, first, the first temptation come to my heart and said, that, ah, a sham. God, do not answer. You know, I feel like, oh, man, I'm a loser. The youth group face the same thing. But, you know, as a leader, I said, guys, God, tell me. Try to cover up. Try to blame someone. You know, try to cover up. So I said, guy, give faith. Give faith. And he gave a word of prophesy over my mouth. And he said, I don't even know what's going on. And so I said, you know, it takes Jesus three days. So maybe, think, you know, it will. God will answer in three days. And, oh, yeah, pastor. <laughs> oh, yeah. But we move to the next village, start preaching, start training. We keep going. We keep going the next village, and we have seminar there, preaching. Yes, three days later, when we were having a classroom like this, you know, it's all the sun. It's just like a whole village. It's run after one man, one young man, just run forward and. I keep looking outside, you know, for an open house. And I said, well, wait a minute. You know, it's just, we've been attacked by the mob. It's a riot. It's a riot. It's a riot out there. And leading the blood riot is that young man. Yeah. See, there's a time that God not allowed you 
and he will humble you, will put you on the floor. And you have to accept that. Don't stand with pride. I've been working and still working in the closed countries because I'm not famous. I work behind the curtain. I'd rather do that. I'd rather for, for, for you, the message for you today, it let the glory belong to Jesus. Let everything belong to him. You are nobody. Without him, we are nothing. I see so many miracles that every miracle I see, I say that, Lord, thank you for allowing me to, be a, to witness your miracle and allow me to see your, your glory in the way that, you know, no one can see it. So if it's in your heart today, God have called you. God have called each one of us here today. He have anointing you with a new oil. You know, in the last day, I will pour out my spirit. Not by mind, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. See, the thing is, if you, if you allow the Holy Spirit to move in the way that you never known before, then you will see greater miracle. Then you will see your, your family, your people will set free. You will see something bigger than you can handle it. You will, see, you will hear things that you know, supernaturally will make you move from place to place faster. You're not talking about talking about moving place to place faster. There's several places that you know, I, I was in prison many, many times. Why? Because I was preaching the gospel. I was guilty of distributing the Bible in the country that it's not allowed to. Now I'm wiser, you know. The more I got in prison, the better I am today. So we don't have to be known by people. Many people are telling me that, you know, Pastor Moses, you can write a book. Oh, yeah, I can live on it. But, you know, I, I believe that, you know, God's timing it is so close by. We need to move by the Holy Spirit as it, it asks us to do. How can the Holy Spirit move in Kona? That's where you are right now. You know what? If you're not faithful in little things in this place, how can God use you in a bigger place? God can use you in this place. God, you can pray for anyone on the street here today. And say that, sir, you know, God will put the word into your mouth. You are afraid to speak? Hey, look at me. I speak in English perfectly with an accent. <laughs> the problem is you hear with an accent, right? It's your problem. <laughs> And so, you know, just be bold and be strong and ask the Holy Spirit, you know, to be a part of his kingdom in Kona right now. And then if you're faithful in this place, then God can use you far more. 
I hope that someday I will see you in, in Vietnam, in Laos, in Cambodia, or in China. China do need, you know, the gospel. Anywhere, any nation in the world, you know, God called Lauren Cunningham, right? Yeah, for, for, for reaching the whole world. You know what? You know, it's an honor for me to ha have a chance to meet his father and working under his father for a while. T.C. Cunningham. I'm not that old, but <laughs> I'm there somewhere. <laughs> but God is moving in different way. When the Holy Spirit says, stop, pour out on you, Jesus, you know, he opened the book of Isaiah, and he said that, you know, the anointing, you know, the Holy Spirit, Jehovah, pour out the anointing on me so I can preach the good news to the poor. Poor in the spirits. And here we are. You are facing something challenging to welcome Jesus, come back. Let the Holy Spirit move into your heart right now. Let God speak to your heart. God can give you the power, you know that? You can overcome. Temptations, oh, that's just little. All young people get more temptations, more things to do. Older people, they have temptation too. But we are the victory. I still remember the time that when we first started, uh, when God called us to do. You know, when I read in the Bible, when I read that Jesus, when he started the ministry, you know, it's a, uh, when I read, you know, it's a, uh, I, I, I read the Bible several times, and, uh, you know, it's a, a lot of chapter that, you know, go through, and uh, I like it. I come to the, the I come to the conclusion that you know whenever Jesus go, he heal people. Yes, first for the salvation, right? <laughs> salvation, it you know it's it not that easy. Not the work of the Holy Spirit. That none of our job. Our job is just say, hey, you believe or not, and confess by your mouth, you be saved. You know, and then if they, they don't take it, that, you know, that it, it, it's not our, our work. You know, it, it's the Holy Spirit. And sometimes the Holy Spirit moves in a way that even before you asked, you knew in your heart that that person is going to become a believer. So we have to be open for that, okay? So you have to have a new believer every week. That is too slow for you. That that's too slow for the assignments. So you have to ask God for a miracle. For Lord, allow me to have one person per week. Just one person, that's all. You know, to go with me. And you have to ask, you have to ask the Holy Spirit which persons. Because, you know, no matter how much you talk, no how many, how good looking you are. Without the Holy Spirit, we are nothing. You know, you know, I'm a not an exciting preacher, you know, some of my friends. I used to be. Oh, I can shout, I can jump, and I can, 
do whatever I have to do. You know, very much a Pentecostal preacher. But the thing I learned, I learned that now I'm, I'm calmer. After I faced twice, execution, the SWAT team, then I know who my God is. I know my God is. And so if you knew, if you know who your God is, the one who can walk on water, are you to say that, Lord, I'm not worthy? And if you allow me to walk on water like you, it'd be nice. But if I can swim, <laughs> then it's fine too. <laughs> and if I'm sinking, help me to walk underwater to follow you. You know, one of the training that we ha I have to take when I was 12, all the way up to uh, 15, three years, that learned to walk underwater. You know, one of the, the stuff that, you know, to become a master in, in Kung Fu. And so ha we have to, to hold our breath and, you know, walk underneath. And so, you know, it's a, so that it trained me, no matter, I don't, sometimes we don't need to walk on water. We just have to walk and move on when Jesus, when he tells us what to do. When he asks us to come out underwater, we come out. And he will help us to go through with, you know, with his Holy Spirit. We never underdog. We always a victor underwater. I believe that God called us that way for now. The church in America seems now like, you know, we are the minority, right? Oh, we are still blessed compared to other nations. Look what you have. Look what you have. We serve in the almighty God. You know, from that young man, when he walked into our meeting, the whole village changed. I still remember, I look at that young man, and I said, you don't look like the dead one. <laughs> he smiled. He smiled. And I asked him to share a testimony. You know how it's like to be dead. <laughs> you know? And uh, at first, you know, he's, it turned out he the potential neck going to be the head of the witch families. His family take care of all the funeral in the regions. And he, as a young man, 
he trained to work with the demon. He have forced with him. He have with him, they, he said, a thousand of spirits it bowed to him. His family were bowed to that. And he said that, you know, when he got knocked out during one of the ceremonies, he got knocked out. He got a stroke or something like that. He got knocked out, and his family is, you know, tried to bury him. And he said, I'm still alive, but no one know that I'm alive. Because he could not move. He saw his body there. He could not do anything. And he said that, you know, I was there. All my spirits, the dark spirits, they started to, to come over and laughing and laughing so hard with me. And I was not laughing. I was fear. I was so afraid. And they tell me that I'm go they're going to take me to hell. They celebrate. Hell was celebrate. And I said that, and the young man said that, you know, I don't want to go to hell. And he said that, there must be a creator. There must be someone who created me. Please help me. And all of a sudden, he said that I saw a light coming in. He said a light coming in. And I, I hold on to that light. I hold on to that light. I, and he said that, I see you guys praying. I said, oh. <laughs> I was said, oh, you see me? <laughs> and he pointed out which one is praying. He said, I saw you guys. And I trust you guys. And he looked at that little girl and he said, thank you. Your faith. You see, our faith can just change the destination of someone. And we don't even know it. And that light hold on to me. And then his sister jumped in the conversations. Yeah, we saw him. We saw him sit up. We all took off and ran. <laughs> you know, the whole family saw him wake up. And everyone took off and ran different directions. <laughs> they think that they're walking dead, you know. And his sister said that, Mom, come back for you first. You know, thank God for your mom. And you know what? And the guy said that, you know, when I wake up and I know, I know exactly where I have to go. I, I go and I see you guys. And from now on, my life belongs to him. Amen. He left. You know, he left everything, even to today. He's not like a homeless man. It's not like that. But he goes place to place, witness the power of the Holy Spirit. He moved from place to place. And he, 
Sometimes I see him. I just stack with him all the money I can. And I pull out everything I can. I put on him and say, that, move on. And he, he don't even count the money. He just moved. And then maybe a couple months later, I found him again, stuck with him with money again. Some people did. And so, you know, it, it, he just moved on. You see, the, the thing is, when God makes you move, open the way, who can close us? Who can close us? So I praise that God will confirm with you the calling that God has called you is one of you today. It doesn't matter what church would organize you with. Our best friend is, you know, still at the director in, uh, I hope he's still director in YWAM in <laughs> Bangkok. <laughs> I haven't heard from him for a while, but, you know, it's, uh, uh, he's there. See, we serve in the Jesus that, you know, that he, he touched and he healed. He walked on water. He called the dead up. He, uh, you know, he, the cripple can jump up. He calmed the storm. See, that's how Jesus is. You have to walk in so proud. Hey, man, if your boss is, you know, so good, you don't walk with, you know, like, oh, man, do I have to walk today? You, you walk far. And I see in here that, you know, I see that, you know, it's very unusual because this morning, the first service, I see all the rich people in the church. And this time, too, we have the richest father we ever have. God, it provides everything. And that's what he said to you today. I believe it for myself. God will provide the best for us this year. The best, the best, the best. You know, when you're willing to serve him. I have been in prison more than 10 times. Thank God for my background. I was trained to be hit. I was tortured. They hang me up, wet me, take out the electric. <laughs> and the joys of the Lord start to pop out. I start laughing. I start laughing so hard that, you know, the guy couldn't believe it. See, supernaturally, I cannot explain to you. I thought that I can take punishment, but no, it hurt. But when the guy cure me with the electric, and I start laughing so hard, and he looked at me like, and he looked at the electric. <laughs> he looked so hard, and then he said, and he, he, he go again. And I go, ha, <laughs> It's just something supernaturally, it, it coming in. It's just like when you baptize with the Holy Spirit. It's like the energy, some hot energy from, you know, outside this world 
touch you. And that's why, you know, you see some people, you know, uh, slide back, you know, fall, you know, some preacher lay hand on them, they get flew away. <laughs> I remember my father, you know, when he preaching, he the first Pentecostal man in Vietnam. And so when he, he walked, you know, he don't even need to preach. He just walked in, everybody on the floor. He just walked and then people on the floor. And then it, people just fly out of him. You know, they, 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 they make way for him. And there's a few times that I, I experienced that. When we walk, our shadow, you know, it mentioned that the shadow of Peter healed people. Oh, I see people, demon cast out. By, we just go, oh, what happened? What happened? Been cast out. See, you don't have to do anything because the anointing with you. Ask God for the anointing. The an whenever you do, it will pop out. I walk in with a pastor in, in uh, uh, New Orleans, a French Quarter. And uh, we were talking about demon process. And uh, the pastor looked at me and said, Pastor Moses, what do you mean by demon process? I said that wherever I go, they will show up. You have to be careful. And so the pastor said, that, are you sure? I said, here come one. And here come, the, you know, a, a homeless or whatever, you know, crazy guys come with the machete. You know, it's always all of a sudden in the French Quarter in New Orleans, shouting. And said, that, I'm going to get you. And the pastor, you know, he said that, he hide behind me and said that, you know, you protect me, right? Oh, don't worry, I'm a Kung Fu master. Don't worry about it, <laughs> you know. So he know that I'm a Qatar, you know, I know martial arts. So he hide behind my back, but I said that, no, 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 no. Come on, come, come, come. And I get smiling at, you know, with the guy and said that, Jesus. And the guy froze. <laughs> and the pastor looked at me and said, how you do that? I said, you have the same power. You have the same power. Now you can tell him whatever he wants need to do. And should I? He said, yeah, yeah, try to tell him what to do. And so the pastor said, sit down. And the guy still froze, you know. I said, you don't tell demon, you know, it's uh, too polite. You're not polite with demon, <laughs> you know. So I, I look at the guy, I said, shut up, sit down. Yeah. And the guy, yes, sir, sit down. <laughs> See, when you with the anointing, you are afraid nothing. Yeah. Yeah. See, I believe that God, you know, it's when he said that in the last day, I will pour out my spirits. He will pour out all to all of you. It doesn't matter how many years you learn in the Bible. But you need the anointing from God. You need a touch from Him. No one can give to you. Five years in college, ten years in college, even you are teaching the Bible. We all need a touch from the Holy Spirit. And wherever you go, you be touched and you equipped by, by God. He preparing for you guys right now. I know, I know one thing that you know is that I can stand in here and share with you all the miracle, 
all the miracles that I can be spent at least two months with you guys. But I believe that, you know, in this short moments, the Holy Spirit don't need two months. The Holy Spirit just need a second in your heart. Just a flip of a second. A quantum lift from your inner bodies. Something that, you know, go faster this year. It will take you to that place and just a small touch of the Holy Spirit right now. And if He can do that with you today, who knows? You might experience a quantum, real, true quantum lift. I will cut with three containers of Bible in the border of China and Vietnam. This Bible cost three years in prison. Here, three containers. <sighs> it's hard. In front of the judge, I was sentenced. I was guilty. In this of send me to prison, labor camp. They said that you will be executed tomorrow. I look at the judge, I said, thank you very much. I'm going home. He looked at me like, I said, thank you, thank you. You know, it's a, how would you like to say thank you in Vietnamese? You know how to say thank you in Vietnamese? This is a new language lesson, okay? Okay, you say thank you. No, no, just kidding, just kidding. In Vietnamese, it's come on, you know, come on. Come on, and yeah, come on, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that Vietnamese. So, so now you speak in second language now. <laughs> Beside tongues. Tongue is very important. Praying is, you know, yes, that everybody life is normal for a Christian, right? Tongues is give you more power. The, en the enemy don't know what you are praying. There's a few times that I was preaching in tongues. I don't, know, I don't even know what I'm talking about. But by faith, I'm preaching. And people accept Jesus. So I know it. You know, I said, I, I remember the first time I tried, you know, speaking in tongues when my country fell and the communists started to kill people around. And I saw one white guy, you know, standing in the crowd. The killing was there. And I look at the white guy and I said, sir, they're going to kill you. But I did not speak in English. I did not speak it in my language. I was speaking in tongue. And so the guy said, no, no, I'm good. And he gave me three cans of pen and a brush. I look around, I ask my father, what's going on? And I turn around, the guy disappeared. My father said, that is an angel. So do what he asked you to do. So I used the pen to pen the 
the boat, pen the flat, put up, pen some number, so proudly stand around, and all the soldiers walk past by, they salute me. So I got a, yeah. I salute them back. It become an officially boat belong to the government, new government. See that how God used. We went through the river, checkpoint, checkpoint, checkpoint. 487 people on it, hiding underneath. They were stopping the boat. And they said, that, uh, how come you guys don't have the secret code on? Nobody can answer. The spirits of God fill my heart at 17 years old. I will jump up and say, that, who just talking? And they said that, and for my surprise, they all light up. Sir, we're talking to you. How dare you stop us here? We're on a mission now. What the secret code is? And they said that, that is our question to you. I said that, no, that's my question to you. What the secret code is? And they said that, no, we you supposed to answer. I said that, no, you supposed to answer. I am the one who gave out the secret code. Testing time now. What's your name? And then I start to ask, what's your number? You know, the Holy Spirit gave out the words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. Machine gun and aiming at the boat. Soldiers were standing there, but they all light up. And when they light up, they said, Sir, you need put, to put a red bandit on. What's your names? And I asked their name, their number. Make sure that I will remember. And they said, Sir, you better put it on, or next time they will not let you pass by. The whole boat go through. My fathers stand up, tear our shirt, and pray for the whole boat. And he said that Jesus died on the cross for us. And none of these people are going to die on this boat. 27 days on high seas. First week, no water and no food. But God is the God of provisions. We make it to warm. See, that how God works. Why we are afraid? Why we are afraid to serve him, the richest father in the whole world? You know, especially how Waiwema, you know, you always, oh, man, <laughs> you live on your, you know, live on your daily life. And, uh, you know, to serve in God at the KC, team members, or whosoever you serve in God with. We have the same Father. We have the same Father. And so I believe that, you know, the Jesus that we serve is the one who calms the storms. You know, so we can say that what kind of man is it? Even the wind and the wave obeyed him. You see, we serve in the King of kings and the Lord of law. Who shall we fear? 
you know, you might waiting for me to, you know, I am a prophet from Vietnam. You might not, you know, it's a, might not see one. You know, it's a, I believe that God called each one of us in different directions, different part on his, for his kingdom. You know, it, God, you know, it's a, it, it, in Kona, there's a preacher lay hand on me and said that, you know, hey, you're going to be a prophet in the future. Uh, you're going to be a prophet when I work with YWAM. I, I look at him and say, hey. <laughs> I was just, you know, uh, I, I don't even, you know, thought about it. And, you know, it's, uh, life go on. And so, you know, but I believe that, you know, God put me here to confirm with you today that God is the God of, you know, who called each one of you in the way that he will come back for each one of us. If you're ready for it, then be ready. You know, the more you're ready, the more he's going to give to you. The less you have, the, less, the more he will take away from you. So you need to be wise. Either get hot or whatever you want with it. I'd rather be hot. I'd rather be hot. You want miracle in your life? It can be done right now. I believe that, you know, God is a Jesus, it is Jesus of healer. About six weeks ago, his family invited me to come in Tampa to pray for one man. Doctor and the nurse were there to unhook him. Whole family were there. And um, we just moved to Tampa. I have families. All my kids in, two kids, my kids in California. One of my kids in uh, Honolulu. And... Um, God just told us to go to Tampa six months ago. Thank God for Southwest. <laughs> we bring two luggage to Tampa. <laughs> we left everything in California and just go to Tampa. <laughs> and uh, some people think that, uh, Pastor, you're supposed to retire. I say, yeah, I know, I'm tired again. <laughs> and uh, the family invites, you know, it's a, uh, we pray and the door is it, it not opens and you know the people is you know it's it's, it's scattered around and it's too far to to do anything, and then we plant churches in Jacksonville, in Naples, in uh, um, uh, Tampa, Orlando. You know we try to gather group together, and just try the best that we can, and God provide transportations. You know it's a out of blue sky, you know, I, we nev I never heard the name before. Um, Pastor, uh, what was his name? Uh, Rodney Howard Brown or something like that. And, um, you know, I, 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 uh, Dr. Morocco went to Tampa, preached for his church. So we just say, want to say goodbye to, to, to my boss, my, my, my doctor. So we, uh, we met him in the office and... Uh, the guy, you know, said that, you know, hey, can you tell me something about you? I said, no. <laughs> I just said that I can tell something about God. And so to get back to the story of the three contender, I was on the list of executes. Next day, 
Next morning, I still remember that day. You know, your happiness and joy is overflow. So you don't remember. I don't remember anything. <laughs> I just had like, you know, it's time, it, it, time to, to rock. That's all. Handcuff with the bag over my head and start to walking out with the guard. Lay me back on the wall. I can feel the wall in my back. And he asked me, you know, what your, your, what your wish is? I said, that, can, I, can, can I see you guys? You know, I don't like the bag when I, when I, when I go. I like to be able to breathe, you know. You know, in here in America now, you have a diaper face. You know. uh, how you call that thing? Uh, fa face diaper? Yeah. 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 And so, and, uh, you know, and so, uh, uh, and the guy take it off and, and you know, oh, wow, I'm happy to see the five guys standing there. You know, they kind of like, Look real mean, you know. And the officer standing right there, he looked at and he said that, you know, what is your last wish? And he pulled out a cigarette. And I look at the cigarette and I said that, uh, no cigar? And he confused. I said that it's a big one, it's a long, big cigar. He didn't get my joke. And he said, that, uh, what is your last wish? And look at the five guys and the officer, and he said, that, I wish that I can see you in heaven. That you, I will see you then. For their understanding that they're going to die. <laughs> Why? Let me explain to you. All of a sudden, the word of wisdom and knowledge the first guy without name tag or ranch, I name him. First name, last name, middle name, first name. And then I name his wife after him. I name all of his children. The second guy, I, when I saw the first guy holding a gun like this, he's shaking. I mean, he's ready to die. I knew it. And I go, yay. <laughs> I just go, yay, I got you. And the second guy, the same thing happened. Same thing happened. He shook him. I mentioned his name. I even mentioned his, his mother's name too. And, you know, see, the gift of the Holy Spirit is so big and wise, beyond our understanding, beyond everything we can believe. Supernaturally, God can give us into that dreams. And then the fourth guy, the third guy, the fifth guy, they are shooken so bad. And I know, I got them. The officer who stand next to me pulled out his gun and right, right there and said, I don't believe in this stuff. And all of a sudden, the name popped out. And I said, and all five of them said, It's your father, it's your father. And the guy leaned into my ear and said that, if I let you go, do my father live? Because he is in the ICU. 
I have no choice to say, yeah. <laughs> I just say yes instantly. He took up my handcuff. He said that, run, run, and run. So I, I didn't have chance to say, thank you, Jesus. I ran. I ran, I ran, I ran, I ran. I remember, you know, I keep running, and I, I fall to sleep, but I'm still running, I'm still running. I remember I crossed mountain, I crossed river, I crossed stream, I crossed so many places. And when in the morning, when I really, I wake up, I, I was talking in Chinese with a, whole, a small group, and I was preaching, and they, they were crying. And, 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 and I realized they gave me the ticket, and I look at the ticket, you know, that, uh, it, uh, from, it from Guangzhou to, to Hong Kong. And, uh, and the ticket that between the time that I ran from the, the place to, to Guangzhou, it's about 400 miles. See, that the quantum lift. I don't even can explain to you, believe it or not, that that, that is your problem. And I don't care. But I've been there. I've been there. And I knew in my heart that, you know, that no one, if God allow it happen to my life, then no one can, can take it away. We serve in Almighty God. The God that who can take you to any place. The God that who can help you to go through and the, the one who can anoint you with a new oil. And I believe that, you know, in the last day, he will pour out his spirits. And if you're willing to open your heart, if you're willing to open your heart right now, let the Holy Spirit fill you. And maybe, maybe he can take you from this place to back to some place that you can witness to someone in China and come back in Maybe win in an hour. I don't see why not. Jesus can walk through the wall to the disciple. I don't see it can be done. I don't see it. You know, it can be done. Maybe one of you can stand up up here next year, next next week and say that, hey. I don't walk on TikTok. I just been in China. <laughs> you know what? When a time needed, be available. You know, I, I have to encourage you. I have to encourage you that, you know, it's, uh, I know that one thing that, uh, that the law is with us. And uh, I'd like to ask you, yeah, you can play some music. We make it more, look like more romantic, you know. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> uh, 
I'm not a good preacher with music, but he good. Be the best. Be the best that available to God. He will help you to to be anointed by God is, is something else. And if you're really hungry for God, then ask for it. You will receive. That's what he said. I didn't say it. Knock, it will be opened. Ask for impossible thing. Ask for the thing that, you know, it's out of your mind. People will look at you and say that you're crazy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> ask for something that's incredible. God can move in a way that we never known before. I believe that, you know, it's a miracle is on the way in on each one of you. You know, I love to be prophesied over each one of you, one by one. But I believe this is a general for everyone. For everyone that, you know, be anointed by God and be available by Him. He will open up new door and new way for you. You have to look and expect it come, it will come. You have to have a desire to say that, Lord, I want to see the dead raise up. A little bit scary, but yeah. Yes, some case, very scary people. God can call you to stand in the gap. To pray for each one another. You don't mind if I pray for you guys? Please, raise your hand or stand up, wherever you like. I would like to ask you a favor today. Uh, maybe it's hard for you to see my eyes because I have slanted eye. But I have a camera mind. I can click picture. I do all your portrait painting detail. So I will create, God will create in me a difference of some of you. So I like to see your eyes, the reasons for it. Because as I click in my memory, I will remember your eyes. I will remember the face that I run across. And when the Holy Spirit click into my heart, pray for you, I will say, yes, Lord. I will pray for each one of you. You don't mind you lift your hand up right now to receive from heaven? Father, as I open my eyes to look and for all the hand that lifted up, the one who loves you so much and want to serve you, touch us with your new anointing, Lord. Touch us with your Holy Spirit. Touch us with your power. Touch us with us with a calling. Touch us with your first love, O oh God. Lord, I praise 
for all the hand and all the heart is lifted up for you. Touch your Holy Spirit. Fill us up, Lord. It's not by mind, not by power, but by your Spirit, oh God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I pray.